chats with Claudia and Ailish. Yeah. I walked away and literally bawled my eyes. That's not what dancers should be eating. What she suggested, please no one do. No. This is we all had water legs. <laughs> Weigh in Wednesdays. Oh my god. <laughs> Carbs for life. Hey dancers! Welcome, Welcome to Stage Chats, the place where we discuss what really happens on and off stage in the dance world. Today is episode two. Woohoo! So today's episode is all about body image. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this topic. Yes, this topic is a big one. I feel like we all need confidence when it comes to body image and we also need to normalise it too. So we are here to tell you some interesting stories that have personally happened to us and also ways to cope if you do cop, I guess, negative comments about your body along the way in your dance journey. So it's so important to like realise if you're struggling or anything like that. So we're going to give our advice. Exactly. So I'm going to start off this episode with an experience that happened to me dealing with body image and just body confidence issues. So I was about 17 at the time and I was training at the Royal Ballet School. And at the time, the director was a female. Obviously, I won't say her name, but I was about to go into audition season because it was our third year at the Royal Ballet School. Mm. So that's kind of like the crunch time because you're seen by a lot of directors. You've got to go to a lot of auditions. So anyway, the pressure was on and I remember one day I got called into her office so it was the end of class I think and she just said Claudia can I please speak to you and I was like oh Oh my god God. (laughs) that's like the worst feeling ever the director calling you and I was like what have I done what have I done anyway um so she sits me down and she's like so Claudia I just want to chat to you about your body um you know you're a little bit more of a strong bulky build and you know your muscles are a little bit nuggety and I remember she described oh my god (laughs) What the heck? Are you joking? I'm not joking. So she described my body as to be a little bit more nuggety. Like a chicken nugget. (laughs) Is that what she's referring to? I don't know. Look, I have no idea, but she was just trying to say that my muscles were a little bit bulky. But, you know, she was surprisingly, I know this sounds really odd and I know those comments are very hurtful, but also she said it in a very nice way. Mm. But I think just the way she delivered it, probably like the words she used. Definitely not okay. Yeah, they're they're very scarring. So anyway, she just sort of said, what I want you to do is watch how you're working in class. So she didn't tell me to go on some crazy diet or anything. Mm. She just said, I really want you to watch how you're working in class because perhaps you're like gripping with the wrong muscles or, you know, you're not working from under. Like she sort of gave me a few pointers in the direction, but you know, obviously I was 17, had no experience with this type of topic. I walked away and literally bawled my eyes out and I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get a job? Like I've got nuggety legs and I'm bulky and all this. So I remember feeling so distraught. But this is the other, you know, up and plus side, I guess, to this topic, because although I felt like that for a couple of weeks, what ended up happening was the director of the Raw Ballet Company at the time, she was also a female as well. And it turns out the director of the Raw Ballet Company at the time actually really liked strong dancers that could turn and that could jump. But I didn't know that at the time, obviously. So Mm. here's me thinking like, oh, my body's all nuggety and bulky and blah, blah, I'm never going to get a job now. Like I was just a little bit stressed about it. But then it turns out that the director of the Raw Ballet, my dream company, literally liked that type of body because she wanted her dancers to be strong. So anyway, a few weeks.
weeks later, I literally get a contract with the Royal Ballet. And part of the reason why I got the contract with the Royal Ballet was because I could turn, I could jump because my muscles, I guess, were more developed and I could do those things. Yeah. And you're strong enough to actually do that. Exactly. So I think this is like a really good reminder that, yeah, you might get told negative comments along the way about your body and teachers have all sorts of hangups too from their training and their trauma. So the way that they pass it and deliver it down onto you can come across really negative, but there's always a silver lining. And I think for me, getting that raw ballet contract was the silver lining. And I'm like, I'm so proud of my body. And it was a chance for me to really embrace like who I was. And you didn't need to change for it to get a company contract. Exactly. Accepted you who you were. Accepted me for who I was. And that was really important to me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So my next uh, topic is about fueling your body and teachers giving advice. Yeah. Um, So basically our teacher pulled us over and was talking about, you know, what we're eating at lunchtime and everything like that. Mm. Um, And so basically she said when she was dancing that she had, you know, nine almonds for breakfast, three carrot sticks for lunch and a piece of meat for dinner. And she suggested that we did something similar. Are you kidding me? So this is like a huge issue. Yeah. So she basically pulled our class aside and was just like, you know, I'm seeing what's in your lunch boxes and (gasps) that's not what dancers should be eating. What? Mm. See, I think this is the thing, like when it comes to nutritional advice, you need to get it from a professional. Oh, definitely. Like as much as I love ballet teachers, I'm also like, seriously, you cannot be giving advice if you're not qualified for it. Oh, hundred percent. And the fact that she was suggesting, you know, something so limited and we, as a class, we were all just like, okay, this is a bit of a joke. Like Mm. we know we're dancing, you know, 10 hours a day. We can't rely on this. Exactly. So we were kind of like, oh, you know, bluffed her off a little bit. But at the same time, like having those comments, like on what we should be eating, you know, it stays in your mind for sure. Because students are really impressionable. So for teachers out there giving advice like that, students that are young and impressionable, they're going to take away something from it and go, oh, should I be doing this? Maybe she's right. Mm. Like maybe they're already not confident with their body. So of course they're going to maybe take her advice. Was there anyone that did take the advice? Um, No, not really. But I guess it more uh, opened up about like food guilt. So if you were like on the weekend and we were out and we, you know, wanted to get something Mm. to eat, we were so cautious, like, oh, we shouldn't be eating this. So it's mainly brought up like food guilt, if anything. Which is also along the lines of, you know, body image issues. And that's kind of like where it all stems from, because as dancers, you have to be fueling your body. Oh, definitely. Like I've definitely, um, and even just to normalize like eating and, you know, ballerinas as well. Like I've seen like some of the top dancers at the Royal Ballet, like in the canteen ordering like pastas and like really nutritious fueled meals. And that's what you need to be doing as a dancer. Yeah. To be successful, you have to fuel your body because your body is your instrument. Like if you're not fueling it, then there's, what are you going to do? Yeah, there's no point. So can I just clarify, what was her advice? Like what was the meal plan that she gave you? So for breakfast, we should eat nine almonds. Oh. <laughs> and then for lunch, we should have carrot sticks. And then for dinner to, you know, fuel your muscles, have some meat. That is honestly I actually have no words Yeah, for that. Nine almonds for breakfast. Bro, I'd be on the floor. Same. Literally, 
I was just like, um, that is like nowhere near enough for me. That's yeah, wild. crazy. But I guess it was good as a class because we all came together and we were just like, okay, we can hear what she's saying, you know, look at what you're eating. Mm. But at the same time, like what she suggested, please no one do because no. this is just crazy. Was she old school? Like, yeah, was she- very old school. And I think that's another thing. A lot of teachers, they do have trauma from what they were taught from their teacher. Mm. And I think, um, you know, I'm not trying to criticise what was happening, you know, back years ago, but also I sort of am at the same time because I think things that were going on years and years ago were almost like okay for people to talk about that. And this is the next topic I'm going to talk about is weigh-in Wednesdays. Oh, my God. Bro, I literally had to experience that. One of my teachers, um, when I was full-time, I won't even say where, but she would have a weigh-in Wednesday and she would literally have everyone in the ballet class and she'd literally point at the people she wanted to weigh and go, okay, let's go upstairs. And those people would get weighed every that's Wednesday. ridiculous. Like that's what, and that's what I mean. I'm, I mean, I think half of the reason why this is happening is probably because when she was dancing, that was normal. Definitely. You know definitely, what I mean? Definitely. So then now what she's teaching is what she was experiencing as a dancer years and years and years and years ago. Yeah. Um, but it's just not okay. And I just remember these girls that would, you know, consistently get weighed every Wednesday. They had serious eating disorders. Oh, like, I bet they did. Yeah. And serious issues, like serious issues. And we're going to talk about eating disorders probably in another episode because mm. we feel like that's a totally another topic. Mm. And it was very scary to watch. And I'm actually so thankful I wasn't one of the people that was getting weighed because I was naturally very, very petite when I was like 15, 16. So I was never asked to be weighed. But oh my gosh, if I was asked to be weighed, like who knows what I'd be like now? Because things like that stay with you for years and years. If you're experiencing like body confidence or body image comments like that, they are destroying to someone, you know? Oh, I can't even imagine. Like luckily Mm. for us, like as training like mm. I didn't ever get weighed but we were always told to you know watch our weight wow so like, did you like ever have to feel the pressure of like weighing yourself as a dancer oh I definitely did we weren't really told to weigh ourselves but we were kind of told to watch mm. our weight like I think especially for me because I was being tall and partnered by dancers yeah I was like oh I'm naturally going to weigh more than someone else yeah actually mm. that is a really interesting topic too because I've just remembered something I remember this poor girl in my year at the Royal Ballet School I remember one day she walked out of the director's office like literally crying bawling her eyes out because she was told she couldn't participate in part of her anymore because mm. she wasn't the right weight was yeah, she's too I a, overweight I had a girl the same thing she that's, couldn't do the same they couldn't do part of her anymore that's terrible like what does that do to someone like I can't I, even imagine I just remember watching this poor girl for weeks and weeks afterwards just spiraling like out of control into like as I said an eating disorder zone which is just not the place you want to be in and yeah I just think teachers they've got to be really careful how they deliver these comments to children and to teens because oh, 100%. it's 100% yeah it's so important it's very scary So my next uh, story is about like going on holidays and Mm. fueling your body and everything like that. So basically we were going on holidays and our teacher called us over and Mm. said, watch what you eat, like not eat any junk food, no carbs and go to the sauna every day because we had water legs. Who is this teacher? (laughs) Don't say her name. Yeah. So basically she said to us that we all had water legs. muscular legs aka water legs and we had to lose them on our holiday that's why so we had to go to the sauna that's nuts Mm. see 
That is just crazy, Ailish, that you had to like experience that. You've trained in like a few really yeah. hardcore places mm. and I think you would have heard a lot of comments like that. You know, another thing as well that I experienced in my training years was people having to put glad wrap around their thighs <laughs> <laughs> or around certain areas of their body, like just on like their upper arm. Why is ballet so weird? I Can know. I just say, like that's just ridiculous. That ridiculous. So yeah, this teacher would say, hey, um, Sally, put glad wrap around your upper arm area because you need to lose weight there. So I want you to sweat more there. And the glad wrap will make you sweat more. It's like, what? Who Who on earth thinks that that is going to work? Yeah. Are you kidding like me? Like it doesn't quick fix like that. No. Like there's exercises. I and, know. You know. And I, I think that's where the world has progressed though. I think people realize there are exercises and you can't just lose weight from one area no. like that. And nor do you want to. No. Like, this is the next thing. I think you've really got to embrace who you are and the body you have. So if you're naturally more muscular, use it to your advantage. Use your powerful legs and use your powerful body to jump higher, turn more, like use it to your advantage. If you're taller, dance bigger, like just embrace the body that you have. And I think the sooner that you can do that, honestly, the better your career is going to be. And I think it's so beautiful, like watching so many different ballet body types. Yeah, you know, Not everyone looks the same. No. And I think that is so beautiful. Exactly. And don't you think in more recent years, you're kind of seeing like even on Instagram, because obviously like we're not in professional companies anymore, but mm. I just think on Instagram and online on social media, I am seeing a lot more variety of oh, bodies. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, I'm so like, that makes me so happy. I know. It's like finally, yeah. like, but I think in the years and I'm a little bit older than Alish too but I think in the years that we were training I feel like that change was like about to happen so we kind of got to experience the crazy yeah <laughs> moments well, it's like everyone needed to look the exact same yes. it's like no like embrace everyone's individuality exactly like, everyone's different like exactly use it to your advantage I know and it's just nice to see even like companies they've got dancers now that are all different heights they've got dancers that you know as I said have stronger muscles dancers that have naturally longer legs like they've got a bit of everything and I yeah. think that's really important. Definitely. I agree. And I think listening to all these stories, this is like a friendly reminder that if you are experiencing these comments or if a teacher or someone is giving you pressure to look a certain way and you can feel yourself spiraling out of control, seek professional help. Yeah. There's no shame in seeking help. Exactly. I always think like if you've got issues, like, you know, go and see a therapist, even if you don't, like I actually like more recently, like I actually want to go and see a therapist just to kind of like speak about things to someone. Oh, definitely. And because some things are so bottled in your brain and you don't actually realize like how it affects you. Exactly. And it comes out later on in life. So all these Mm -hmm. teachers that are giving you negative comments right now is probably because they haven't seen a therapist. They haven't seeked help and they're passing down their trauma onto you and you're very impressionable. So I think it's really important that you speak to someone, seek a professional, speak to your mum and dad, like speak to someone about it because, you know, most most of us have been through it. Oh, definitely. And it's good to acknowledge what people are saying to Mm. you and realize, does this work for me? If not, then ignore it. Yeah, exactly. But and if keep moving on. Yeah. But if it is affecting you, then you need to talk about it. Exactly. And I think it's great as well that, you know, Ailish is taller and she sort of experienced comments. I'm obviously shorter. I'm, I've got bulkier muscles apparently, <laughs> <laughs> but I still, and Ailish still managed to get contracts. And yeah. I think that's the big thing. Like you can, you can still do it. It doesn't matter what body you have, like work with what you have and just remember like your turn is coming. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Embrace the body you're in and go from there. Exactly. 
So every week we post a photo and we get you to ask questions on our Instagram. So we've got lots of questions from you guys, but we've decided to answer this one topic because we feel like it's sort of related to what we're talking about. Yeah. This question is, have you ever got told that you eat too much? Yeah, I've definitely felt pressure on this topic. So obviously like in my teen years, I was like really tiny and I used to eat like anything I wanted. Like it was just the way that you I had ate. that body type. Yeah. And yeah. like metabolism, my dad's six foot. So yeah. I think like I got his like metabolism and stuff. Mm. So anyway, um, I remember I went to the pre and when I got there, I was like naturally so tiny, but I was just like eating my lunch, like as normal. And they literally pulled me aside and they were like, um, you know, you eat a lot and you're quite tiny. Like, is everything okay? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I was really naive. Like I had no idea what they were talking about. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. And they were like, we're just going to keep you on a watch. We're going to get you to speak to our doctor just to make sure that everything's okay. So they literally- They literally thought I had an eating disorder because I was so small, but I was eating like obviously my lunch, like as normal. And obviously was like a lot of girls that weren't eating their lunch, Mm. (laughs) which again, this was like over 10 years ago. So things have come a long way. So you had no idea what they were even talking about. I was like, what, what do you mean? I'm just eating Um, my sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, eating my Vegemite sandwich. (laughs) So I remember feeling a bit of pressure then. I was like, wait, do I eat too much? Like, is what I'm doing okay? Yeah. Yeah. How about you, eh? Um, I haven't been told that I eat too much, but I've definitely been told to obviously watch what I eat. Yeah. Especially like with that story that you were just saying with the almonds and stuff. Yeah. I've been told like, don't eat carbs after four. Um, (laughs) and which I tried to for a while because I thought that was right. That's crazy. And then I was like, why am I yawning at 8am in (laughs) class? Like, why am I so done? And I was like, oh, no carbs. (laughs) Carbs for life. Literally. And now I'm like, I'm addicted to carbs. (laughs) Yeah. So. I think we've definitely both felt pressure there. Yeah, definitely pressure. But you know what, guys? This has been such a good episode to just talk about some things. And of course, if you want us to chat about anything further, just DM us on Instagram. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, we literally love it. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, dancers. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Love you guys lots. Bye, dancers. This podcast is brought to you by Claudia Dean World. Make sure you follow this podcast, our Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. See you in the next episode. Bye, Bye dancers. dancers.